Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Well, I'm here, you're here, and it's time for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 568 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. Get ready for this week's episode of On Screen and Beyond because we have... He, he was a villain in... Mad Max 2 with Mel Gibson. He was in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he has a new movie out on October 8th called Christmas Collision. It's Vernon Wells is going to be joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Vernon has been in so many movies over the years. And a lot of times you saw him as the villain and uh, the bad guy. And He's going to be in a movie called Christmas Collision. And uh, like I said, it's coming out on October 8th. And you want to check it out because uh, you're going to see a little bit different here. A little different for him. So anyways, that's coming up in a few minutes. Vernon Wells right here on On Screen and Beyond. And it looks like uh, we are going to be moving along with all kinds of guests here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, we just, uh, I thank you so much for telling friends and things like that because I noticed that uh, the increase in listeners around the world is just going crazy uh england you guys you guys are really rocking it you're coming up with a lot of episodes of on screen and beyond that are coming your way of course in the u.s we have all kinds of people california new york and uh, florida a lot of people listening down there san, san diego thank you guys there's a lot of you down there and uh, also uh, all over the country and uh, all over the world so we appreciate it very much and, uh, but uh, don't stop, that's for sure. Keep downloading episodes of On Screen and Beyond. We keep putting up uh, the old episodes so we can get those out to you and uh, you can enjoy those. And also, each week, we bring you a new episode of On Screen and Beyond, like this one with Vernon Wells this week. So, that's it. Why don't we get right into it? It's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, not a whole lot of things going on as far as remakes. Well, I mean, you know, each week I tell you some, but uh, we, uh, this uh, this past week we haven't seen too many new things coming our way. But uh, Jessica Jones is going to be the latest talent to join the cast of Salem's Lot, the remake. And uh, we've talked about Salem's Lot a lot lately, and they just keep adding and adding and adding people. So it sounds like it's going to be a really good movie. I hope it, uh, it it lives up to that. And a new musical movie called Wonka from Warner Brothers is, uh, we've talked about that. It's uh, actually a little continuing the story of Willy Wonka and all that. And uh, it's going to be a musical, and it has added Ronan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, that's right, to the cast. So it sounds like it's just keep, they're doing the same thing. They just keep adding more and more people all the time. So that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we find out what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, David Duchovny and Nia Long 
And Jonah Hill will be starring in new Netflix untitled comedy right now. It's uh, not not called untitled, but it's it's an untitled comedy, along with Eddie Murphy and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And Donald Sutherland will star in a film called Mr. Harrigan's Phone. And it's a thriller. It, it's going to be on Netflix. And it's based on a Stephen King short story. So a lot of Stephen King stuff coming our way. And also you can look for J.K. Simmons to star in a thriller called The Woods. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen to Be On, we'll take you down to Sequel City and find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sequel City, well, director Ridley Scott, who's what, in his 80s now? Uh, he has uh, told us that... Uh, you know, he made Gladiator, and now he is going to have a sequel written, and it will be his next film after he finishes the film Kitbag. Now, that one's about Napoleon. And on March 31st, 2023, that's the release date of a Quiet Place spinoff movie, and we'll keep you informed on that one. And it looks like Sister Act 3, which we uh, have told you about before, with Whoopi Goldberg is moving along as uh, Disney has added a director and a writer. And they've brought them on board to keep things moving. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a look at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, Rick and Morty, the complete fifth season, arrives on Blu-ray and DVD on December 7th. And it looks like Star Trek Discovery Seasons 1 through 3 will be flying onto Blu-ray and DVD on November 2nd. And uh, let's see, Flash, the complete seventh season, streaks onto Blu-ray, DVD on October 12th. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's find out what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, well, it looks like on December 7th, you can look for all the Karate Kid films to land on a limited edition 4K Ultra HD set. And Space Jam, A New Legacy, will be heading to 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD on October 5th. And October 12th, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds will be hitting 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Apple TV Plus has canceled Mr. Corman with Joseph Gordon-Levitt after one season. And Teen Wolf alum Ian Bowen will join the cast of Superman and Lois for season two in multiple episodes. And Tommy Kirk, who starred in The Shaggy Dog and Old Yeller, has uh, sadly passed away at the age of 79. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have uh, just 
you know, I hate to call him just a villain because he, he, he does so many movies and so many different things, but we always remember him from Mad Max 2, Commando. Uh, in fact, the other day, just yes, yesterday, uh, it happened to be showing on AMC, and I watched uh, Vernon Wells on Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So uh, he's coming up next, Vernon Wells, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who we have seen in so many films over the years, including Mad Max 2 with Mel Gibson and Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger and as Rancic on Power Rangers Time Force. But on October 8th, he will be in a romantic holiday drama called Christmas Collision. It's Vernon Wells. Vernon, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, Vernon, you know, at this time of year, every year... We get all kinds of Christmas movies coming out. I have to admit, I am a softie for <laughs> for all of them. But this one, I have to tell you, I, I watched it, and it's different. Uh, there were some twists in it. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, this is one of the best performances I've seen you do. Not that you didn't do good in those other ones, but, but you were really, <laughs> you had a wide range of, of, of uh, acting ability in this one. Well, thank you. Um, it's it's kind of that thing where you you tend to get um, pigeonholed for what people think you do, mm-hmm. and um, then you have a problem. I mean, when Lana first asked me to do the film, she told me it was you know a, a Christmas movie and about love, and um, and I I went, you want me in it seriously? Um, and when she gave me the role, being uh, playing the father, I, I just loved it. I just went for it and had so much fun doing it. And she allowed me so much free reign to actually play the role and to decide where I thought the character should go, which I think well, on her part was incredibly brave because she had not worked with me before. And um, it worked out perfect. I mean, I just love the film. I haven't seen the whole film yet, but I just love um, everything that I've seen. Yeah, it, it it was really good. Like I say, I'm you know you, you get used to watching all the Christmas movies, and they're 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 I mean they're different, but they're you know they're pretty much the same. Uh, but this one has a twist in it, and and I don't want to get too specific because I, I hate giving away. The story, giving away the house, yeah, right. And uh, but but like I say, you you did a fantastic job. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I, I I've got to admit that it was great writing and uh, really really good direction, and the other actors were wonderful to work with. So you know, you it really wasn't hard to be good. Put it that way. <laughs> you, know? you you could have been really bad, or you could have been really good. I I took the good way. Yeah. Well, Vernon, you're too modest because you you you, you really did a good job. And uh, now, how did you get involved with Christmas Collision? Um, how did I get involved? Gosh, I can't remember. I know that I was contacted by Lana, and it was through someone that was in the film who had suggested me and um, she got in contact with me 
and Mark, her uh, producer, and asked me if I would uh, read the script and if I would be interested in participating in the film. And I read the script and I said, I would love to. And, you know, um, they sounded like really, really um, professional and, and really into what they were doing, which is what I love is when people are so into what they're doing. You know, it's not just a job. Mm-hmm. It This is, is fun. We're going to have fun doing this. You know, this is what we're going out there to do. And I love that attitude. So, of course, the minute she um, asked me if I was interested in doing it, I said, yeah, sign me up. Let me do it. Now, was this film before COVID or during COVID or what? Uh, let me think. I think it was just before. Just before? Yeah. yeah just before we went into the lockdown. Hmm. Where, where was it filmed? In Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've been up there twice now filming, which is really good. And uh, I'll, I'll be doing my third film with Lana um, later this year. Oh, so you've been in other films with her? Oh. Yep, yep. I've become uh, like a part of her little troupe, I guess. Well, so you must enjoy working with her then, obviously. Well, I love working with her. She's so uh, so good to work with. Just love working with her. Yeah. So can you give our audience a an idea of what the film is about without giving everything away? <laughs> without giving away the whole plot line? Right. Um, well, let's see. Let, let's have a go at this. Um, I play the father of the lead. Um, it's a girl, I, uh, my daughter. And uh, we run a very large company that acquires properties and things and um, for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what my business is based on. And she is very good at what she does, very good at her job. I've trained her extremely well. And there's a property that we've bought, and there's been a problem with it, um, and we need it finalized very quickly. So I send her to do the job. And um, she uh, has an accident, and from that she manages, you know, she meets the... Um, the lead, the hero, the hero of the whole piece, and uh, basically they um, get together, and uh, I get peeved with the whole thing, and I have to go up and jump up and down and see why everybody's let me down, and then I realise what kind of a of an A I am, um, <laughs> and uh, from there it just moves into the nice because it's it's right at Christmas and it moves into the nice Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was is that the lead in it, his name is John Wells. Yeah. And John and I have worked together before, so it's yeah. like Wells and Wells. Yeah, know? well, I was going to ask, is, was there any relation there? <laughs> uh, no, no relationship, but I've done a couple of films with John, and uh, I love him to death. Hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was, you know, I, I had... Uh, you know, Michael Perret, I, another friend of mine whom I adore. Yes. I just, I, I love that. You know, I get into these films with these wonderful, wonderful people, and everybody spurs everybody on. You know, we all, we all kind of, of push, and so the performances all come up, which I think is wonderful. I love working with people like that. Yeah. yeah in fact, Michael Perret was a guest on, on my show. Oh, I don't know, maybe it's been three, four years now. Who knows? But it, he wasn't a, a guest on the show. He's a very, very nice guy. He's, he's, a, he's a wonderful guy. I love him to pieces. 
But, uh, yeah, so I had a ball. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. And um, and uh, thank you very much for, for saying that I did a great job because that means a lot to an actor. You know, if you can have somebody say they enjoyed the performance, that's uh, that's that's a uh, means a lot to you. Yeah. Well, like I say, it's it's not what I'm used to seeing you as. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm getting when I'm with when, when I'm with Lana, I'm nothing like normal. She <laughs> she just drags something out of the the closet and sticks me in it and says, "Here, <laughs> yeah. now see if you can do this." It's, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah, there were there were no explosions. There were no uh, nope. um, uh, uh, projectiles or or guns or rockets or anything and nope, no, no bodies flying around no death and destruction i mean it was pretty pretty damn calm I mean, right <laughs> i mean it's it's funny because i've been getting quite a, a lot of um projects that are in that vein mm-hmm. of being um you know children's films or you know i've just finished a, a kid's movie and i've done a couple more and it, it quite amazes me that I'm moving from one kind of um, sphere of my life and career into another, and, and one that I would never, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, would I be doing things like this, I would have laughed at you on, on air and said, are you drinking or am I drinking? Which one of us? Because there's never going to happen. <laughs> and, you know, and now here it is. Yep. Well, well, you you mentioned that, and uh, you look at some actors like um, Leslie Nielsen and mm-hmm. um, well, it's, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, uh, I don't know, I, off the top of my head, uh, George Kennedy. He's another one that uh, that changed, you know, from being yep. a dramatic actor, uh, and then all of a sudden he's doing comedy. So yes. it, it's you you see that, and and then we find we as the people who watch the the movies find out well this guy's really good at doing both <laughs> yeah and that's that's a funny thing is because we we do get stamped with what we are you know because of road warrior commando inner space weird science those kind of films i was stamped with that villain mm-hmm. you know and, and and the you know if you want a villain that's that's totally off the planet you got to get Vernon to work and so that was kind of where i sat nobody ever came up to me and said you know what we got this role for uh, you know a good looking guy who's the father of the young lady here but they would come up to me and say you know what we got this role of this good looking guy who we think is the father of the girl but he's actually kidnapped her and he's going to kill her <laughs> then it's like oh yeah okay that's me um the other side of it i'm like what you want me to what be nice oh god um, okay, fine. And it was funny because a good friend of mine who's passed away, a director, uh, John, was just wonderful. And he uh, he put me in a movie uh, called Jekyll and Hyde. And he, uh, when he first asked me if I'd do it, I said, I'm playing Jekyll. And he went, no. I went, I'm playing Hyde? He went, no. I went, what the heck am I doing? He said, you're playing Jekyll's best friend, the man who tries to save him. And I went, hang on, I'm not doing anything bad. And he went, no, you're doing everything good. And I went, oh, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> Never done this before. And you want to know something serious? It scared the bejesus out of me. Really? I was so afraid I would screw it up because 
You know, we don't play ourselves very often when we're actors. We we tend to make characters. We play a caricature or a character that is performed. When you play the good guy or somebody who is one of the uh, better of the, of the cast, you then tend to be playing a lot of who you are in reality because, you know, whatever you're like comes out in that character. Mm-hmm. And that's very scary because yeah. you, you've got to be aware that you're putting yourself up there on screen. And the first couple of times you do it, it's like, I don't like this. I'd <laughs> rather go back to killing things. Um, <laughs> It's kind of uh, an interesting um, uh, prospect we go through. And then, of course, I've got Lana, who refuses to allow me to do anything. But all these wonderful characters, it's like, I'm doomed. (laughs) So you mentioned that you had been in another movie previously uh, with Lana Reed uh, directing. Mm -hmm. Uh, What what one was that one about? Oh, it's actually uh, the last one that we did um, which is, is uh, I can't tell you too much about that because I haven't even, I don't think they've finished editing. Um, it's basically, well, I could give you the, the outside story. It's about a, a man um, whose uh, marriage is, is coming apart and he discovers he's got cancer. And then it's the stories about him and his wife and how they cope with it and what they've got to do because it's that old, old thing of if you... You know, if you do, you're doomed. If you don't, you're doomed. You know, so his wife's got all these choices to make, and so does he. I play the family doctor. Oh, okay. And I'm the one that gives him the good news, um, and uh, a few other things. So, yeah, it's it's and it's a wonderful movie, by the way. It is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you you tend to. Uh, get used to um, doing a certain thing. And then when you're thrown into something that's not who or what you are, it's such a, um, an incredible experience to do it as an actor because you, you're actually working against type. Mm-hmm. And I think that in itself um, makes things better because you try so hard to uh, make it work from the character point of view, so that people won't just go, oh, yeah, you know, he, he was really bad in that. They should put him back in killing people. So you want to get away from that. You want to make people like you just go, wow, that was really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think that's the, the bottom line. And, um, and apart from anything, I mean, when someone has the faith in you to hire you to do a film, regardless, it's your responsibility to do the best job you can do. Right, yeah. And that's the way I look at it. I want to be out there doing the best job I can do. Huh. So, it, you know, and I've used this analogy on the on the show many times with, with some actors, uh, but uh, it also reminds me of, like, um, I don't know if you remember Alice Cooper, the singer. Uh, yep. Yep, okay. Well, he was always, you know, this this harder rock stuff and everything. And then when mm-hmm. he, he came out with the song um, Only Women Bleed... It, yes. it was like a total reversal of what you were used to seeing him in, but you realized that he could do it. It, it was, uh, you know, That's so right. it's very similar, and it and it's, uh, you know, it's nice to see you in a different role, and it also it surprises the the the, the, the people watching it. Yeah, it's that's the thing. I mean, with Alice Cooper's the perfect example. I mean, a hard rock, well, further than hard. Right. I mean, <laughs> yes. He was. He was so far out there, we haven't visited the place. <laughs> um, and yet he was able 
to take all of that talent that he had and put it into a ballad like Only Women Bleed and Make You Cry. Yes. That is what it's all about. That is someone who has got so much talent that you don't get it until he does something like that. You think, oh, yeah, he just screams and yells and bites the heads off chickens. Well, you know what? Even to scream and yell and bite the heads off chickens, there's one hell of a lot of talent has to go into that to make it work. Right, right, yeah. And we don't get that. We just think the people just do it. Yeah, and they're crazy. It's not quite <laughs> that easy. It's a little harder than that, no matter what you're doing. And then when someone comes in like that, as you said, like and does something that's absolutely beautiful, mm. we're all like stunned. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Yeah. You know, did he really do that? No, they had someone singing for him. They must have. He couldn't have done that. We've got to make excuses. Yeah, but, well, uh, you know, your performance in this film... Uh, it, it, I got to tell you, without giving anything away, you put a lump in my throat. I got to tell you. <laughs> oh well, thank you. It was it was fun. It was interesting. I just think that people are going to love it. You know, I'm, I can't wait for the film to come out. On and the funny thing is, I'll be flying back the day it's released on the eighth. I'll be in the air in an airplane. Um, but I can't uh, wait for people to see it. And and the whole film. I think the story has. The film has a, a, a great tagline to it of who we are as people and the fact that we we all have to at times take a step back and look at what we've done or what we're doing and realize our own mistakes and then try to rectify them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a wonderful part about this story is that it has this wonderful end with, with everybody does and gets what they were after. And uh, that's why I like it. I think it's uh, it's a cool movie. Yeah, yeah, very much so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now, is acting what you've always wanted to do? No, actually, actually um, acting was never what I wanted to do. Um, for the longest time, I did no, no, no. Put me in front of a camera and I'd turn my back. I hated it. I did not like it in the least. I was working in bands as a vocalist. My mother was a songwriter, and she was quite successful in Australia writing country and western songs. And so I virtually followed in her footsteps in the fact that I went into bands as a lead vocalist. And I was doing that. And that to me was where I would be because I enjoyed it. I had fun doing it. Um, it was what I was. And uh, until I had a very bad um, vehicle accident in which um, I was put out of commission for a year. Um, and in that time, I had time to think about everything, and I also um, went back to uh, uni and finished my degree in electrical engineering. And um, when I'd done all that, I sort of came away from it and thought, well, you know, I really can't keep doing this forever. It's kind of silly, to act this, this singing thing. So 
I've decided I would. Um, I kept getting asked by a very uh, big uh, director in Australia of commercials and things like that if I would um, do commercials. And so what I did was I, I, started, I hated it. I really detested doing commercials. But what I loved was being behind the camera. So I graduated from the front of the camera to the back of the camera. Really? And um, I started directing for his company. Uh, which was wonderful, and that's where I saw myself. I just loved, I still do, I love directing um, and producing, getting that whole thing together. It was just, it just to me was just the, the bee's knees. <laughs> and that's where I saw myself until um, I got asked to do a stage play called Hosanna by Michel Tremblay, a um, French-Canadian writer who had written it, um, and... I refused to do it for about six months until I got talked into it, and um, I did it. And uh, in one of my performances, George Miller's uh, fiance or girlfriend at that time, um, she happened to come and see a performance, and she rang George and said, you got to come and see this guy. And that's where it started. Huh. So how did you get involved with uh, Mad Max, too? With, with, with Sandy Gore was George's girlfriend and she saw me and she suggested George come and see me for the role of they were looking for someone to play Wes mm-hmm. and um, she thought she'd found him and then George and I met and George um, incurred I guess because I did the role in the film wow. um, and that, that's where it all started I really didn't want to do the film I was, I was so hes- hesitant it was unbelievable but George is incredible at what he does and he brought the best out in me things I didn't know I could do and uh, from there it just went on um, and I've, uh, you know I still direct I love directing and um, and things but I've, I've been fortunate in my career to this stage to have worked with some wonderful directors, some wonderful uh, cinematographers, crews, and some absolutely brilliant actors of most um, of all denominations, mm-hmm. and just amazing people who I have just thrived working with. And I consider myself to be incredibly lucky, and I'm here talking to you because. I'm still doing it. You know, people are still, I always say, people are still dumb enough to hire me. I'll still work. <laughs> Damn it. And I, I get more work now than I've just finished my fifth film. It's like this year. Wow. It's like, leave me alone. Go away. I want to just go in the corner and cry. Um, <laughs> it's been really hectic. But you know what? We complain when we've got too much work. We complain when we don't have enough. We never complain when we're on the set. Right, yeah, wow. Because that that thing there, being on the set, doing what you love and watching people that you really, uh, people you um, adore, do their thing while you're working with them, that's that's what it's all about to me, you know, the... Mm -hmm. The rest of it is great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the accolades and, and the awards and all that stuff are, are really wonderful to have. Yeah. But I get a bigger kick out of the people I work with. Hmm. Yeah. Jeez. So do you prefer, I know you said that, uh, you know, uh, 
you were comfortable at first playing the villain. Uh, yep. Do you have a preference of, of which one you play now, or does it matter to you at all? No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's either one. I mean, I've just, as I said, I've just finished four or five films, and I'd say in, in three of them I was the villain, in two of them I was the good guy, and one was a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, let's face it. Your your biggest movies, Mad Max Two and and uh, the Commando and uh, uh-huh. e- even Power Rangers Time Force. You know, you were always the the evil guy. You know, <laughs> the villain. Yes. Yeah. And and I I like it. I love it. Believe me, I I played. Uh, there's a film I did. Be careful what you wish for, which um, I shot um, about a month and a half ago. And it's a big movie. And the character I played in it is beyond reprehensible. I mean, he is just unbelievably grotesque um, in his own way of what he does. And I loved it out of all. Yeah. And I just really loved it. And then I went from that to shooting um, a film called Root, in which I play the lead's best friend, and that's about um, someone whose daughter gets taken by a cult, and we have to go, and we don't realize it's a devil worship cult, and they're way down the rabbit hole. Um, and so that was totally different to the one I just finished. And then when I finished that one, I, I went on to uh, Geek, which was a kids' movie. So in those three movies, I have covered the spectrum of every conceivable thing I can do. Huh. Wow. Now, going back to what you were saying earlier, but that you were in a rock, in a band, uh, mm-hmm. and was it you would was it your mother was doing country western? Is that what you were doing in the band, or were you in nope. a different genre? No, no, I was uh, I was uh, rock. You were rock. Not not so much. Hard rock, but uh, more into your um, middle of the road. Not soft rock, but you know the really good, the really good stuff like Chicago. Oh, top um, forty type stuff. Yeah, people like that. Yeah, and so um, that was where I was at, and I enjoyed it, loved it actually. And um, you know, but it wasn't. You know, my grandfather, whom I grew up with, always used to say to me, "There's a path laid out for you, and eventually you'll have the intelligence to follow it." And he was right. Yeah. You know, eventually I had the intelligence to follow the path which was acting. Huh. Yeah. Have you ever gone back to singing at all at, at, at any time in your life besides back then? No, uh, I, I've sang a few times at, at parties and things, but, you know, I, I have this really bad habit. Once I close a chapter, I, I tend to actually close it. You and know, they've done time. that. <laughs> That's gone, you know. I did that, had a lot of fun doing it, but now I'm doing this. Yeah. And, and I always feel if I go backwards, all I'm doing is repeating what I did anyway. Mm-hmm. That's why I love being in, in acting at the moment in the fact that I can play the good guy, the bad guy, the the kids' movie, the father, the uncle. You know, I love it because there's all these different things that I can play. So yeah. I'm not going back and repeating the same thing. Yeah. Have you ever done comedy? Uh, yes, and I love it, the pieces. Yeah. I, I just love, um, in Root, you see a lot of my comedy when I'm playing Elvis Presley and things. Um, I, I really enjoy comedy. It's uh, one of those. And I think all dramatic actors or, or um, 
you know, good actors do. Mm-hmm. Because being able to do comedy and do it at least good is a hell of a lot of what we do as a dramatic actor because it's called timing. Mm, yes. You know, you learn doing comedy how to be able to put what you're saying in the right place at the right time to make the most impact. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love it. I, I enjoy it. I've never been asked to star on screen in, in, a, in one, but I've done comedy in movies that I've done. Is there anything you haven't done that you would like to do? Well, let me think. Well, I'm actually doing a film uh, probably early next year, um, which is a retelling of um, Treasure Island, and I'll be playing um, the pirate. Wow. Blackbeard, um, but it's a retelling of it, so it's kind of a different way. Of, but it's it's really really wonderful. I mean, you have got no idea. It is so good. Uh, that was one of my. I had a bucket list, and a friend of mine who directed me in a film that I loved that I did called um, Trouble Is My Business, which was a black and white film noir, mm-hmm. which I absolutely adore. Um, and uh, he said to me on set, you know, what's, what's three films you want to do before you pass from this earth into the multitude of heavens? And I went, um, uh, let me think. And one of them was to, to do um, The Pirate in Treasure Island. Another one was to do a vampire movie, but do it properly. And uh, the third one was to play the captain of the Nautilus. Oh, okay. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That's the three things. And I really want to do a good um, vampire movie. And a friend of mine had one written, which was so good. I mean, so good. I I was, and he wanted me to do it. And uh, it was actually funny because um, someone asked him, uh, they said, uh, why the hell are you using Vernon? He's old. (laughs) And he went, yeah, well, so was uh, the, the lead character. You know, nobody ever said that the vampire was a 20-year-old twit. He was always a man, a man who had experienced many, many lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was not young. Yeah. And uh, that was his whole thing. No, I'm not putting the kid in. I'm putting an adult in it that has the knowledge and has that look and the whole thing for who he should be. So I was like, oh, this will be great. Then he happened to uh, pass away and his uh, script got tied up in all kinds of crap and so it went away. But, you know, you look at Clint Eastwood. He's in his yep. 90s, and he's still yep. still acting. Yep. That's yep. what he is, my hero. Yeah. yeah. I keep looking at Clint and thinking, geez, can I do one more than him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe I can just do a Damn it, Clint. I'm doing a Western later this year, so I mean, come on, Clint. I'm following in your footsteps. Wow. Um, but, yeah, but, uh, no, as I said, I've got another one to do with um, Lana, and I know I've got at least two more to do with her, which um, I'm so proud to do with her because everything she does is just so good. And this, as we, we said about this film, this film is so good because it's just a little bit different and it hooks you and you want to wanna watch it and see what happens at the end. And... Um, I think that is the, the, the wonderful thing about doing those kind of films, especially if you can get with somebody who understands the medium, and she does. Yes. She understands the medium so well. 
um, that she makes it work and she makes it wonderful. And, uh, you know, for me, that's all I can ask. Yeah. Well, Vernon, I have uh, one final question to ask you, but uh, before we get into that, I want yep. to uh, remind people that uh, Christmas Collision is coming out in select theaters and available on on demand on October 8th, and uh, yep. it'll be available and they can, you know, get a, a actual a, yes. a good feel good movie. <laughs> it is. We need get that. your butts out there. Yeah, you watch it. Get your butts out there and watch it and, and enjoy it because it's a good feel good movie. It's a movie that you walk out of the theater going, "Oh, that was so cool." Yes. Exactly, and that's all what we tried to achieve. Yeah, well, you you, you certainly succeeded. That's that's for sure. So, um, all right, Vernon, your final question is: When you have time off, and from mm-hmm. what you're telling me, you don't. But, <laughs> but when you sit back and relax, what are your yeah, favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh, good God. Um, my favorite TV shows is, believe it or not, I, I watch all like the Discovery Channel and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, now I've got into um, Disney Plus because they've got a couple of really good shows on there, uh, Mandalorian, oh, yeah. and I know the people in it. Um, and uh, that's kind of the, the stuff that I love to watch. There's Oh, I just got hooked into... Um, Oh, the new new show that's just starting um, about, oh, La Brea. Yes, yes, I saw I that. I just got hooked into La Brea the other night. I watched the first episode and went, wow, <laughs> this looks like fun. I'll, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically what I watch. I like to watch all the different shows that are on um, cable, you know, with, with how to build your house, how to fix your house, how to fix things, how to do things. Mm-hmm. And then all the ones they've got uh, that they do about ancient history. I'm an ancient history buff. I love, you know, to me, America and Australia, where I came from, we're babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, yeah. we've, been, we've been around for like zilch time. Mm-hmm. All of these other civilizations have been around for thousands of years. Yeah. And that intrigues me as to what they, you know, I went to Machu Picchu. Oh, I would love just to go there. Oh, just absolutely amazing to see what these people were able to do with none of the technology that we've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yeah, did they so do that? that? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, if I could figure that one out, I could probably become very rich and not have to act. Right. Um, but no, that's it. That's what I, I love um, in um, television and stuff. But in film, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, oh, God. I love all of the the originals. I I, I remember I watched um, um, uh, the original um, Swedish version of the girl with the with the uh, uh, the uh, thing tattoo. The, oh, the dragon, tattoo. dragon tattoo. The girl with the dragon tattoo, and then the two after it, the two following yeah. it. Yep. And then I I just was blown away. I mean. I was just blown away. I watched the Korean version of Old Boy, and I discovered that by sheer accident and thought, this is the most amazing film I've ever watched. Um, and then I watched, stupid, stupidly, the American versions of them and went, why would they do that? <laughs> Seriously, why would they do that? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll, watch, I'll go to the movies to watch um, 007 because I've been watching it since it first started and it's, mm. it's interesting to see how far uh, from reality they can actually get. Right. Um, 
But um, that's, you know, that's the kind of things I like. I just like to go to a movie and walk out of the theater not having to go, uh, what the hell? <laughs> how, 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 what, what, wait a minute. How did he get from, you know? Yeah. I'd like to walk out of the movie and go, oh, that was cool. I really liked that. That was, that was real fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's uh, more of, of where I'm at. I like movies that I don't have to think about. Yeah. Because they're, you know, to me, movies are supposed to be entertainment. Right. Take you away from... (laughs) Yes. Take you away from reality for an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes. Yes. And that's what they're supposed to do. So to me, that's the goal. And if you can, and especially being an actor, if you can get me into a theater and keep me entertained for an hour and 40 minutes, then you've got a nice movie on your hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because actors are the worst. We pick a movie apart from the opening credits. Oh, God, look who's in it. Um, you know, so we're really, really bad. And, I, you know, you can, I can usually tell you what's going to happen in the end of the film after the first 10 minutes. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's so... And this is what I hate, is that we treat people like they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it when, when as, an, as a, a filmmaker and an actor, we treat people like they have a brain. We allow them to work out what's going on. Yeah. Let them put the clues together. We don't need to feed it to them on a plate so that they, because they don't like it. People get pissed off with that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. but they're talking down to us, right? Yeah, and that takes us back to Christmas Collision, which mm-hmm. has twists and turns in it that, that oh, you, yeah. you don't expect. <laughs> That's right, because you know you'd look at it. Oh, it's another, it's another Christmas movie, right? You know, I, I wonder when Santa Claus will turn up. I got news for you. <laughs> Um, and that's what I love about it because it, it is a Christmas movie, but it's also a movie about people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about it. Um, it's a movie about people and about a situation, um, something that happens that has to be rectified and people have to realize where they are in, in their own lives at that stage to make things work. And, you know, we don't get that a lot. We all tend to go, eh, now it's all this, that, or the other thing, so who cares? Mm. Um, I'm still a great believer in the fact that as a society and um, as human beings, the people we are, that we're smart enough to eventually realize we have to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's what I sort of hang my hat on, that people will... We'll be smart enough to think for themselves, to figure it out. We don't actually have to keep telling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Vernon, I-, I cannot thank you enough for taking this time to share with us uh, about Christmas Collision coming out in select theaters and on demand on October 8th. And uh, it- it's it's been so much fun listening to you. I could listen to you for another hour. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I-, I do appreciate it very much, and thank you for your time. Oh, don't be silly. It's my pleasure. And anytime you want to talk to me, just let me know. I'm easy. A big thank you going out to Vernon Wells for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, like I say, we always remember him for his Mad Max 2 role and also in Commando and uh, so many other roles. And he's always such a mean guy and everything. But uh, on October 8th, Check him out. He's in the movie Christmas Collision. 
and it's coming out on uh, on demand in select theaters or, uh, around the country and everything. So uh, keep an eye out for that one. Be sure to check it out on on demand. And uh, it's just going to be a, a it's a really fun movie. So uh, and it's a little different. It's not like uh, the, all the other Christmas movies. It's you know it's it's something different. It's going to give you some surprises. So uh, be sure to check it out. Vernon Wells on Christmas Collision. And, well, each day we're putting out old episodes of On Screen and Beyond and posting them up for you so you can get access to those. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. That would help us. If you're enjoying the show, leave a review. If you're not, don't leave one. (laughs) And uh, also, uh, no matter what platform you're on uh, getting these, uh, be sure to uh, leave a little message there. You know, if you like us, give us a five-star review. That'd be great. Also, tell a friend, get more people to download and listen to On Screen and Beyond. Uh, there's so many great people we have talked to over the years, and uh, we hope that uh, you're enjoying them. And uh, have your friends check it out, too, so they can uh, hear these people. You know, It's not me talking about it, not me and somebody else talking about it. It is the person themselves who is talking about it and letting you know what they've done and uh everything that uh, we can fit in in the, the time they allot us. Uh, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes I could listen to them or talk to them for, you know, hours. But uh, unfortunately, we just don't have that amount of time, of course. But uh, we hope you enjoy what we do do with them. And uh, so uh, do us a favor and uh, download more episodes of On Screen and Beyond. We appreciate that very, very much. And it also brings our numbers up and it also gets us uh, the ability to get more people to come to On Screen and Beyond. And then you can enjoy them. So uh, if you can do that, that'd be great for us. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, That is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.